everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sauce in the City. Today, I am with Brandon Berman, who is a comedian and host of the popular New York City dating show, Updating. What's up? How are we, <laughs> how are we doing, Zoe? Thanks for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. This is pretty cool. So, um, why don't you just start out by introducing yourself? Like, where are you from? Yeah. How old are you? No, for sure. Um, your, yeah, what's your story? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 25 years old, originally from uh, Long Island. If you, if you listen to me, <laughs> you'll be able to figure <laughs> yeah, that I out. Yeah, I caught the accent. Yeah, it's not ideal. That's not bad, though. Um, I live in, uh, live in Manhattan now. Um, and yeah, I, I run a... Uh, uh, show called updating uh, i'm a stand-up uh and and yeah no that's uh that's kind of like the the short and sweet description of me where in long island are you from i'm from uh, a place called wantaw no one knows it it's right next to uh belmore merrick and massapequa those are the three neighborhoods everyone knows is it near port washington not really yeah it's it's, it's uh it's on the south shore it's you ever heard of jones beach Probably. It's the gateway to it's like Jones Beach. Okay, cool. It's a cool little area. I like it. And then where'd you go to school? I went to SUNY Albany. Oh, cool. Like where'd you go to cool. school? I went to Johns Hopkins. Look at you. Mm. Fun I, times. I was uh, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I was uh not really I was not, I was I was in college I was an okay student, but not you know, wasn't what'd you study? Like journalism and then business, like I think was my uh my uh other thing. And uh yeah, I, 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 it was good. I liked it. What I, did you want to do? Like, did you want to go into journalism? So I wanted to. It's funny. I, 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 I knew I was gonna do. I, I knew I was gonna work in comedy. Like mm-hmm. even like I had like when I was younger. Like even I had teachers that are like, you, you, you're gonna waste your time in college. <laughs> like you're not gonna do well. Like and I own they're like you should be doing stand up, but I never growing up never watched stand up. Not okay. a fan of it at all. Actually, you're not a fan of stand up. No, <laughs> not I am. So I am. There's some comedians I really like. I really like Pete Davidson. I think he's great. Um, but I never was like a fan. I didn't never yeah. like watched it. But do you like John Mulaney? Um, he's cool. He's I don't know too much about him. I love I love Joan Rivers. So Joan Rivers, who's no longer alive, she was like a comedian. I actually watched. Um, okay. But I knew I uh, like so I uh, Howard Stern I idolized and like I right. wanted to kind of go down that path. But I'm like, all right, radio is not really like a thing. But I somehow I, I don't I want to kind of do I love what he's doing. So um, I I was in college and like I was like I and I had teachers in high school telling me to do stand up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do it. And I kept reading Wikipedia pages and I'm like, wait, every single person who does something I admire started with stand up. So let oh, me just cool. start there. And I actually ended up really liking it. And um, and like the thing I didn't know, like updating was like, this is the thing like, you know, I, I knew I was going to do, but didn't know exist. It was like a th- random thing um, like I had been thinking of for a while that like didn't happen yet. Interesting. And then that came to be. So can you explain to my audience like what updating is? Yeah. Um. So updating like the pitch of it, it's a blind date in front of a live audience, but the actual um, like so the sh- the show there's so much more to it than just that so basically um, we get uh, a couple each show like a, a guy a girl um, and we do all different kinds of shows we do gay also so um, and basically like I'll just give the structure I warm up the crowd um, get them going then I interview each of the daters separately and really dig into them not like who are you like where are you from what do you do or you avoid that actually go into who they are because then the audience will become invested and they go on part one of the date they're blindfolded the whole time 
Um, Wait, what are they? Are they eating dinner or something? Like they're just talking. They're just talking. So they're blindfolded the whole time. Then they report on each other separately, like with blindfolds, just off personality. Then part two, I tell them what they said about each other. The blindfolds come off. Do they know that what they say about each other is going to be told to each other? Yeah, they know. They know that's going to happen. Okay. And what's cool, so uh, so that's the structure. But in between that, it's a very interactive show. So we we so audience members can DM us. Um, and in part two, if they're interested in one of the daters, they can come up and pitch themselves on stage. Uh, and it's just very, there's, it's such a wild, like last night, I mean, our show we had last night was just, it was, it was insane. Like it's a, like, it's cool because these aren't act, none of it's planned. Like, and we obviously heavily screen who's on the show, but yeah. once they're up there, um, get them off. it's who they're going to be. And that's what my, my job is to open them up. And also sometimes if you have daters falling flat, I'll make it entertaining, but it's sort of, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a wild, it's so not, it's really, people don't leave saying like that. They, they forget it was a dating show. It's really not like, Interesting. it's more of a room where people just like open up and like, it's pretty cool. I'm so obsessed. it's like the bachelor times therapy times live audience times like, I don't know. So it's it's it. That's it's it's very so Howard Stern show is the most comparable I could think of to it. If you ever listen to like one of his interviews, like it it has that style of like by the time the show is done, the, these people opened up about everything and they're like, "Wait, did I really just talk about that?" Wow. It has that element to it. And then yeah, where uh, obviously like a bachelor like dating type element like kind of How do you find your guests? Um, that's a, it's so, it's such, I love that question and we're going to be doing something with the casting, which is cool because people are so interested in how we cast. Um, so we, uh, we have a form on our website, which we get a ton of applicants for, but I'm always casting. Like, so if I come across someone who's really interesting, I'll literally be like, are you single? I think you could be really good on our show. What makes a good, like what makes you see someone and be like, she would be great or he would be great. That's a great question. Um, there's so there's so many things. So there's one specific thing that I look for. Um, I ha- I like if I'm laughing, like if I'm actually like listening and laughing to someone, like that right off the bat, I'm I'm already intrigued. Like someone that actually is very engaging, and I'm like yeah. I want to keep I want to keep talking to this person. So simple. Like if you just want to keep talking to someone. Like then they'd her, be good for to talk to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, and Harrison, my my uh, partner, he's really he's a strong caster. Like we're both very we're both like very good at doing it in our own way. But he also like he'll he'll pick out very specific things like that could not be right about someone. Sometimes that maybe I'll miss, and then I'll do the same thing um, with him. And combined, we just see eye to eye like with casting, and I think that's like the the secret sauce behind it. Okay, so I have a couple questions. Yeah. No. Do you? take like looks into account so that's uh, another great question um yes and no so one thing we have said um we we will we what we love about our show we may sometimes set up people that maybe wouldn't swipe right on each other. wait is right when you want i don't go, i'm not on dating apps so, um right when, yeah, like when you like them like left is when you don't. So we will. So, I don't even. Know. So let. Uh, so so we will have people that maybe would swipe left on each other on sometimes. But there's always a gray area. So when we do match people, I I will say like okay like if I j- am just throwing them on the stage, they're not talking, and people just see them. Am I an audience member that's going to be like, wait, I think something could you? So we leave that. You want to have that. But mm-hmm. we we mesh any. There's no. We have no rule. We some of our best shows are when we've had like people that are literally from different walks of life. 
meet yeah, each other yeah. on stage. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and in line with like what makes a good guest. All right. No, that's not what I was thinking. Okay, so let's say you have someone. Do people slide like into the DMs of updating and ask to be on it? Yeah, all the time. We get that all the time. Do you think people are like trying to be famous in some ways? Well, that's a good question. Be like, so our show isn't like on a platform yet. So like, you so and so you you do get people that you will get people that just want attention a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. one of the, so something I do on a casting call actually to kind of filter that out. Um, I will say, do you have a ton of friends that want to see you? And if they go in on how they all, they want all their friends to come, like that, I I don't want them on. Interesting. Like that's the early on. We we had a lot of people on that would have. A, I don't like when daters have friends there. I like when they have like four or five for support. Yeah. But if it's too many, you know, like yeah, exactly. They're playing to their friends. That's 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 that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, um, we don't. That's how I filter that. I could tell. I okay. Do you ever feel like? the people you have on are all the same type of people because I feel like it's a certain takes a certain level of confidence to be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna sit in front of this whole audience so, and be vulnerable. No, for sure. Um there is a type. There is definitely a type that likes to go on. Um I I think a lot of I, I I've tell we've had a few people on. The girl last night, we've had a couple of I mean, this guy recently, some of the fun, I think the some, pe- some people that will want to do updating are the funniest people in existence that are not comedians. That they would or wouldn't want to do. Would. Okay. A lot of people we get are very funny people. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that um are like, that have like, that just know they can create like a nice, like, it's charisma. I think yeah, charisma. that's a good word. That's what, how I would, uh, that's how I would describe it. What percentage of the people go on like a second date? Or- so good. Recently, way more. So... We used to joke like early on, like because we didn't have a lot of, you know, we've been doing it over a little over a year now. Uh, early on, when we're starting, it's like it's tough to, you, we're not a known show yet. Mm-hmm. Still not, we're known in New York now and kind of getting there. Uh, um, so we didn't have as many people applying, but, um, but uh, wait, what? I'm, I'm like zoning. I, I wait, what was that? <laughs> I was, I, I have ADD. No, no, no. Oh, like uh, what percentage them. of the couples end up together? Yeah. Oh my God. I always, when that happens to me, I actually have panic. I go, wait, am I getting all, like, am I something had dementia? Twenty-five. <laughs> no. Um. So I would say, I'd say go on a second date. I'd actually say recently it's really high. I'd say thirty percent. Oh well. It's a lot of second dates. Like the third, obviously, that's another level. But yeah, I'd say a lot. Last night, I think they're definitely going on a second date. The the show we had. So what happened last night? I feel like this was, was an exciting, exciting. It was a little different. Show. The show. Um. It, yeah. The guy. Um. That was on. A uh, little. Little. He was very open with his words. Kind of said anything. Um. Very polarizing, and I was surprised because, like, I and one thing I do well as a host, I'm very aware of like of like what's too much. Someone saying, and I know how to. That's what I do. Like, what I like doing. I can then comfort the room if something intense is happening. That's and good. and last night, I just think it hit into a really interesting area of like, because one of the things I want to do with the show, uh, like long term, I want to do updatings in parts of the the country, maybe the world one day where. Like, wouldn't it be interesting to see what a date is like in like a random part of Kentucky that like, yeah is a con- yeah rather than New York where it's just like, it's the same thing where and and last night it was a date that a lot of these people like this was a guy from a you know a different place 
And the girl was amazing because she was so open and like just actually like noticed him, not what some of the things he was saying. What was he saying? Um, he just was like very nothing, nothing in in particular. Like just not the most filtered. Okay. Um, like, like not PC. Not PC, yeah, and like, and he, I even got very uncomfortable at points. But after the show, a lot of people said, like, "Look, this was really cool to see." Like, I don't get to, this was, yeah, and it hit into a very specific area. I'm like, "This is, yeah, this is." There's a need for this, and nice. I, I definitely was like, "It was a really, it was just a really good show." I thought, awesome. Can I nominate people? <laughs> yeah, that's something we. Uh, definitely do. The only thing about nominating, like, we get a lot of times, like, someone will send, like, three people, then we'll DM the person that they nominate, and then they don't answer. Yeah, no, So, like, if, like, anyone's nominated, I say, are... yeah, just, like, ask it's, if they want to do it funny, first. because, like, that's one thing. I mean, I, whenever I'm in a mood, I'm, like, I, I'm matchmaker, so I want to set oh, up people. So that's I feel cool. Like I, I feel like I'm pretty good at, um, at, like, knowing the qualities that I think would be good on your show. So we'll talk. We'll talk. No, that's cool. Always open <laughs> to more people. I'm good at screening. Okay. Um, this is, or actually one last question. What was like the funniest date or like craziest date besides yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday was top like six. We okay. had this one, top one. We had this one guy on. I love this guy so much. He is so, he's the funniest person I've ever seen. Um, this guy, Brad. Parker is his name. It was the funny. I mean, he we had him on twice actually. We don't. <laughs> First do, one didn't work out. It did no. It didn't. But it like it kind of did that night. He just like I can't. So he was from Long. He's a guy from Long Island. I felt a lot in common with him. Like he was like a similar kind of like Jewish guy that isn't like a typical like like yeah. Just ve- he is so charismatic. This guy like. I can't even put in like he's funnier than any anyone I've ever seen. Oh wow, he's the funny. Just found him. So a guy I went to high school with, um, who knows me, uh, like this this nice guy, like gets me pretty well, like sees what we're doing. He DM me like you have to meet this guy. You you need this kid on your show. He's exact. And I'm like oh like what like and the minute so Harrison called me. Harrison spoke to him first, and Harrison doesn't normally do this. He called me. He said, "Dude, you need to talk to this guy. Just talk to him." I go, I'm bi- I go, I'm going to call him. He goes, he goes, call him right now. I picked up the phone and this guy's like, um, I'm trying to think if I could do it. He's like, Hey, like, he's like, he's like, he, uh, he's like, uh, like, dude, th- thanks for calling so quickly. Like, what's up? Like, like, this is like so cool. Like just everything about what he says. Yeah. I'm not even, I can't really describe him, but he just was so funny on the show. And I was just like, this is the, I wish I could have a guy like this on every week. And who did you match him with? Um, uh, with this girl who is also one of the best people we've had on. That's another part to they it. They end up together? This is they didn't. Oh, no, wow. they didn't end up together. Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it was just really funny, the show. Like, and it just was like, it was, yeah. I, I Was that our best show? Like, from, like, if I'm watching from any part of the country, one of the best. Um, it was my personal favorite, though. Love that. Okay. Taking a quick turn yeah. to something completely well, I guess not completely different but I guess this ties into or a lot of a lot of people I've had on the show as in like two or on the podcast or comedians or are yeah, comedians yeah. and a lot of what we talked about was the connection between comedy and mental health because definitely I mean, you mentioned like liking Pete Davidson for example yeah I'm a fan I think he's a really good comedian he definitely incorporates 
his own challenges with mental health heavily. into his comedy. Yeah, heavily. And I was wondering what your thoughts on were that, like on that were like, do you think it's what's the word? Kind of a cop out to therapy at all? That's a good question. Um, no, here's why it's not. Uh, it's actually, I think it's cool if anyone like f- known or anyone, in it, I think it's very comforting if someone uh, brings up, I think it's like, oh, like now I could go. Like it's, I, I think it's, I think in general, something like therapy, it's always good when anyone talks about it on some sort of like a platform uh, or anything. Do you pe- ever think he's making light of it? Of not therapy, but like of his issues? I don't know. I think, I, I think he does a good, I, I think he does a pretty good job. Sometimes he do, goes a little... Uh, I, I it, it, Sometimes you don't know if it's all real. That's the good... Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It's Sometimes I'm like, wait, does, is this like... Is, some, is, it, uh, is he g- is feeding in? Yeah. He knows his audio. He knows what's working. Uh, yeah, there's no way of knowing that. Uh, but if if so, he might take it too far sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's okay. Do you incorporate like anything like that into your comedy like what's your comedic style my style is very i'm like self-deprecating but not in like an annoying like uh, like i'm not like uh, i like talking about i actually just talk about actual stories that happen to me that's like kind of my style and I, if I think they're funny, I'll talk about it. I don't specifically say like, okay, let me only focus on something self-deprecating or something. Uh, um, yeah, my style is super open, and I do. T- I like talking about like what's happening, and if I find it funny. So I will talk about some sort of like mental like health thing if it if I find it funny. But I don't yeah. just specifically. I don't it, look for it. certain. It's really my mine is just fully observational. Okay, cool, and but. In- in gen- in general, do you suffer from any type of anxiety or? Oh, yeah. I have very like I have ADD, so mm-hmm. um, very I I I definitely I've I've always had anxiety, but I I feel it's like I, I have a weird thing about anxiety. I think it's like kind of a good thing in, in a lot of ways because I uh, actually Howard Stern said this to someone on his show. Um, who like doesn't do it like he has a guy that calls and doesn't work or anything and he's like you ever feel anxious or anything he goes no never he goes maybe a little anxiety will help you do s- stuff so yeah, i feel I, it's I pushed mean, me i think it if you look at people who are very successful and very intelligent there's a stronger likelihood that they have some type of anxiety because it it's in some ways like um a desire to succeed Ex- or there, it can feed into a lot of things. Exactly. And I think I have a theory about this, that in general, I think everything evens out. Even if a guy, let's say is mega successful, has a lot, has it all he or girl or like they are gonna likely be more, they will have more anxiety. So that guy or girl who maybe has less, um, is happier mentally has a stronger brain. And then that person with more, has all of these other things so it evens out their life overall is just is the same yeah. that's how that's what i think so i think it's that's kind of how at the end of the day everything evens out yeah i agree i mean I, but obviously to a certain extent like once it becomes anxiety that's you know preventing you from doing things then it's the opposite Ex- so exactly i uh i've never experienced that 
um, luckily, where, like, I've ever been, like, immobile from. Yeah. I get Mondays I've had, like, very, like, I, I do get, like, extremely. I have to. Why Mondays? Because I think Sunday is what, like, mentally, uh, especially when I have shows and stuff, and then, like, you're coming off such a high, and then Sundays I'll sometimes eat a lot, and I'll, I'll relax so much that it's such an extreme. So light. it's, like, Sunday scaries. Yeah, and I even it out. So, so I've started treating Sundays kind of like Mondays, so there's not as much of a jump yep. on a Monday. So that messes me up, and I've I've actually learned how to. I think that's nothing. I think that's just in general. I think people could should do that. There's a good New York Times article about that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read that. I'll try to find it. It's that's actually awesome. yeah. One thing that I think, and you kind of touched on it earlier with the whole, it's a, being a good thing for comedians to open out, open up about their mental health on in stand-up or, you know, in their bits. And I agree, and I'd say that one good thing about it is that it kind of counteracts the unwillingness for young men to be open about their... So that's... Uh, it's uh, I, I That's a great... So my Harrison and me talk about this a lot with our show. Guys don't open up nearly... Yeah, and you get them too. That's we, so true. And that's what we do. So that's actually one of the biggest, like... More Harrison uh, points it out than than me. Like he's like, we have to get men to open up more. Like I just naturally, when they're on, I, it's just I, I don't care who's on, they're gonna open up. But I will say, men struggle to yeah. open yeah. up, and, and I'm I've never I've always been very open. Like my mom, I t- I was from like five on. <laughs> like I just I just naturally it never was even a thought to not tell say everything. Mm-hmm. But most guys do not at all. So do you look for people who you think will be more willing or do you kind of challenge them to be more willing? So um, I look for – you do need to – so you could have – so think about guys, which – and actually, and girls too occasionally that you'll have on. I will and, – and this is one of the things I, I've, I find that I do well with my show. I'll know if I ask something and then they get uncomfortable and I can't keep going there because it's going to make every – I know yeah. the tee-up questions to ask when they're up there to tee and keep taking higher or move if it's not working. So I will actually pick people that I know won't take offense to anything, won't become uncomfortable, but a lot of people, and again, you could have a casting team. It's a live show on a stage. They will be different on stage. So that's what makes my role so unique. It's like I have to be able to, um, on the fly, like switch directions if it's not like... I think it's interesting because it's almost like the... I don't know if you know much about like the Bachelor of the show or like the oh, I used to watch behind it. Used to watch it heavily, but it's like thirty hours a week, and I just like insane. don't have time. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you read the book, like the expose? No, I didn't get. I, I didn't uh, read the book. It's insane, basically. No, but like basically, long story short, is the like Mike Fleiss and the yeah, other producer the, are like the completely manipulate them. Oh, I mean, of course. So that's what we don't do. Exactly. You do the reverse. You like, it's, okay, we're going to find the best qualities to showcase. So that's another kind of like when I, when this was created, I said to Harrison, uh, I go, look, these reality shows, they have hundreds of hours of footage. They're cutting down. I said, how cool would it be to watch something in time, a reality show in time. And that's where like, I, and again, like one of my strengths as a performer, I know how to do that. Like, I know how to have two people in front of me. And, like, a lot of – if you if a random person put two people in front of them, the, co- the show would be three minutes. It would just yeah. end. That's what I love. That's the part of this that gives me a high. I love taking two people in time, having them do all of this with no editing involved, and an audience watching it unravel. And that's, yeah, that's the really o- opposite cool. of what – yeah, like the, the Bachelor. So how 
like what type what types of questions specifically for men like would you use to get them to open up oh that's that is there it it could go so many so i will always so last night this is one of my tactics i do use on men right before the show i do this all the time and i do it i pre-interview them heavily before i talk to them like twice that week 40 minutes to an hour pop like i'll just talk to them and open them up i have to because another part of the show for them to be on it um they and and they i a lot of them thank me after i make them comfortable like they don't realize they're like obviously i'm calling them to to find things out but i have to i'm there like i'm kind of like the like their guy there like it's like through the comfort yeah yeah and it helps them open up and it gets them through the even just me there That's like good. sitting there um but with guys a specific thing that i do always i ask um them to talk about their last relationship if there okay. was one and the breakup and how they reacted to it That's and good question. i will the first thing i will do when they're on the stage is just bring that up and then one it humanizes them and two it it steers their brain into a different area yeah that's true it gets them to be vulnerable and think exactly about something that's i mean what if they were like oh i cheated has that happened yeah, it has happened. And you know what? They liked the audience really liked that because the guy Be was honest. The guy was super honest. Um, that was a great. That was another great show. And the girl also, ironically, like so that I do. I will parallel the questions sometimes. They are different, but there's a couple things. Yeah, they're like that's obviously. So the girl, um, she was actually interviewed first on that show because we we always interview the girl first on the show and then bring the guy out and. Uh, she ironically, yeah, he opened with that. She talked about it in her pre-interview, and then he did, and uh, and they they liked it. They didn't hate him for it. Interesting. Have you ever? This is. I just thought of this, but it's, I guess, similar to your show. But there's this, like, new, there was this New York Times article that was like the 36 questions you ask someone to get them to like fall in love with you or something like that. Okay. Something. I don't think I've seen. Like, New York Times has a lot someone. of interesting stuff. Yeah. A lot of interesting. <laughs> I love. No, I'm I a, them like twice. I'm like a heavy reader of it. I really like them. But um, it's funny because I feel like those questions. I like the type of person. I love like looking up that stuff and trying to like find out things about someone that, and learn about them. That's what's interesting though about my role. It's not my job. I'm not a question asker. It's a. It's like literally I'm creating. I always say there's levels. I have like a meter in my head, and I want to keep the meter in the middle. So it's beyond just the questions. It's even like the way I'll like like look or smile during it, or just just like it's it's getting them to feel a certain thing. That my goal is to not make them open up and ask it. I want them to them to just start talking about this on their own. And when I my the goal of my pre-interview is to make that happen during the date, for them to just on their own start talking about stuff because of like what the the type of tone that was set. If you. What advice would you give to someone who would like, let's say like you're, you know, crafting the perfect, what do you think will be a really great conversation? What advice would you give to a guy to take from that experience and apply it to like a first date he's going on? Does that make sense? That's a great, no. So you're saying like, what would your, what would my what advice? Would, yeah. Like what advice would you give to a guy going on like a first date and wanting to open up, make it a good date? Feel uh, number one, uh, like like ask the, like find out who the person is and then gauge what you're going to talk about around that i think that's always and i think no i think people in general don't do that yeah um uh i think that that would be like my tip i'm not even like an expert at like um 
dad dating like uh, maybe i don't know but <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so no uh, in front of an audience yeah in front of it in real life i think um i yeah i think you need to like to like win like to like win a girl over or, or any anyone i think you have to tap into something they're not normally talking about it doesn't need to be even that like cr- like emotional just something talk about something that actually sparks their interest that they're not normally talking about that's that actually would be my main thing it doesn't matter yeah. what that thing no, is try to figure it out that's so true like i was mentioning it before when i had um another guy on but th- i hated dating apps and like i didn't use them because you know i've never i've never i've i was on on them for like maybe a week or two after my last girlfriend and uh i was just like this sucks weird. and then it's, then my it's like an interview and i just it's i like the idea of asking a question that they haven't been asked because it's yeah figure- makes it different than all the other like hinge dates you want to no exactly and then when that does happen if like let's say i tap into that with like a girl i'm on a table they'll be like oh no one ever asked you that they're like no like that's then suddenly the conversation's yeah. good like that's yeah that actually would be it i'm gonna take the, i'm gonna <laughs> write that down That'll, i'll put that in my like non-existent book <laughs> <laughs> love it okay so i always end with asking the same questions to everyone which i actually did take from that 36 questions um or like i think some of them are but First question. What's one thing in your life that's happened to you that's made you a stronger person today? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, oh my God. You can uh, ask these on your show. <laughs> what's one thing yeah, what's one thing that's made me stronger? I do I be I was the un, always have been an underdog in like a lot of ways. I was a really I couldn't I my ADD hurt me a lot when I was younger in school. I was a well be believe it or not, and I wasn't like the ADD kid, like getting sent to the principal. Like I knew, I knew how to be like I was a class clown that knew how to behave. But I was very when I was like younger, I'd be heartbroken when I was doing really badly in school, and like yeah. I, I knew I was a bright kid. And at that, when you're younger, and this is what schools. I have a friend that's like super. He does well at Google. He he was on the board of that. He's he he's spoken about this with me. That school needs to be at a younger age. They need to base like the students um like persona not just be around grades yeah definitely. and i would walk in it would i'd be i was heartbroken growing up i'd get like a 40 on a test and like the kid next to me would get like a 90 and i'd fold i'd fold over my thing and like write like 70 <laughs> i would like a 70 that was like a big a big thing and i always felt stupid and i i and i i you don't even doesn't go away it doesn't go away. Uh, and I think that that's actually one of the under, like being a bad student that like. But it's made you stronger, how? I think like. Like work harder. Work way. Yeah. I always have to prove. I like, I just wake, I do wake up. I still wake up. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, that that kid, that kid like Tony got like the 95. <laughs> I got a 50. It, I would be sad though. And that, that's the, I, I think that it's, it's very, it's, it sounds lame, but I think that is it. I mean, in a way, it keeps you humble. Yeah, no, because I, yeah, I wasn't like a, I, I, yeah, I had, I had like a couple of teachers tell me I was stupid too when I was like younger. That's horrible. Yeah, no, and then, then like you know, especially like uh, my pa- my mom would always get called. We think your son is like, a, you know, we he's got he's got some problems. <laughs> and I would be, I'd be like, they're, they, I'm like, they don't get it. Like, I'm not, I'm bright. Like, why don't they? And that was it. Yeah, that's frustrating. But I think, luckily, like people are more understanding of things like that now yeah that's what my friend was saying he's like you know they're figuring out programs and things like a way of uh you know yeah that for sure 
Okay, second question. Do you believe everything happens for a reason? Yes. Why? 100%. I I, I mean, I just see it. I, I see it unravel everywhere. Like and usually the things that you're that are the worst that happen. Well, not you can't not everything. There's some pretty bad things that yeah. happen for no reason. So that <laughs> so not everything happens for a reason. But I think like like a lot for your own life maybe like yeah at your own life in my own life I do think so yeah. weird things yeah. What uh, are you like a spiritual person? I am actually. I'm very big on like the law of attraction, like in like those kind of things, like. I so do spiritual, not religious kind of thing. I'm not religious. Yeah, no, maybe. you know, I had a bar mitzvah, but I don't Behind. really go to temple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not too much religion, though. But I do. I am into like if you want, if you're like your oh, like brain, manifestation your brain stuff. will naturally if you have if you're like a passionate kind of person, your brain will just naturally do that. Oh, I agree completely. Like I was talking to someone about this, actually, and how it's so interesting when you're like. When you're in a positive spirit or you're happy about something, like you automatically attract more people or like more people seem to show up in your life. Does that make sense? So you absolutely. And, and it's, and here's what's interesting about that. So like, let's say you're going through a hard time in your life um, and you are sad and you're like, and it just keeps getting worse because you're letting that out and it sucks. It's very unfair that it works like that, but that is how it works, believe it or not. Actually, sorry, this is going to take like a hard left, but it makes a lot of sense. Like um, senior year of college, I lost like one of my best friends to suicide. At, and, and you become. And, and then I became sad and then I became more sad that no one was making me feel better. And then, and then I you, was putting this negative energy out towards them and they were. And then suddenly you don't have friends. Feel, and then suddenly I didn't have yeah, friends. Yeah, I know that. My grandma died in ninth grade uh, and like I was pretty sad. And I, I and then like I suddenly I'm like, why am I home every Friday? Like no one's answering me. Yeah. Like, it's 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 not fair, but it is how it, it does. It does make sense. Like it's like, yes, that, you know, internally that happened. But now you're letting that out. You know, it's yeah. I mean, it, that's and deep. It's, Sorry about your friend, by the way. Yeah, it was. Sure, shit. it's still it's part of the reason still, I created this podcast. But there, um, no, it's they meant they had a mental health problem. Did you know that your friend had that problem? No, it was completely off guard. Um, not quite. Well, yeah, yeah it was pretty completely off guard. And it was a, a student at your college. No, uh, one of my best friends from high school. And yeah, that's tough. But it's crazy just when tragedy hits that you. I mean, granted, like it's one of those things that I can't like apologize for being sad about it. But now in retrospect, I'm like, okay, I see why my friends distance themselves from me and like, let's going forward, like have yeah, that in you memory, got, you know, you got to act like, and also sometimes you do have to act in life. You got to be an actor. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, I say that to a lot of people like, like, you know, and it, the but, manifestation thing is, is good. I've got, I like used to be a very, superstitious no which is i feel like only what's it called like the has a reverse effect no and i'll give an example of it like uh, like a cool like uh, i the other day i woke up i just started i walked by subway like i'm like i really want that like uh, i'm like yeah like throughout the day i guess i was thinking about it like and and end of day i get subway and i'm suddenly i'm eating i'm like whoa like i even that's obviously not a good but even little things, though, the mind yeah. is always looking at things. But the point I'm, I'm making there, like, 
manif- I'm not ever going to manifest becoming a pro basketball player. I know yeah. it's not possible. Your brain will will access things that are possible. Yeah. Like Subway. <laughs> yeah. That are, yeah. <laughs> um, if a crystal ball could tell you anything about yourself, your life, your future, or anything else, what would you most want to know? If a crystal ball can tell me, oh, oh my God. Um, this is really only career. That's a kind of all I think about, like with what I'm doing with my, I'd like to see, I don't, maybe I wouldn't want to know this. I, yeah. I, 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 I would like to see in a crystal ball where I am in 10 years. My, my favorite answer to this. Cause like, I don't know. I, I feel like it'd just give me more anxiety thinking like, oh, in 10 years, you're going to be living alone with cats or something. Like I wouldn't want to know I that. like cats. Yeah. I, I definitely <laughs> will have cats, which is so, uh, yeah. Well, no, you no. know what I mean? I would want to know all the lottery numbers. Oh, so your crystal ball, you'd want to win the lot. Like I just want to win all the lotteries. Really? Like just the money? Well, then, yeah, because. Oh, oh, I didn't know you meant something. Oh, I thought because you said. You don't know anything. Oh, I thought you said yourself. see into the future. Oh, is there like something that like. You could see the future lottery numbers, I guess. Oh, like something like that. Like what would be. Cause I wouldn't know, like I wouldn't want to win the lottery. I would hate. I think that's like. I feel a, like I would just approach a lot. This, you would, look, no, you'd be okay, good. Yeah, I wa- I've watched some ratty. creepy documentaries on like lottery winners. Oh. It's like pretty. <laughs> that's no. That's what I was. Say, that's what I was just saying. With like it evens out. Like even though they won that lottery, now True. they suddenly bad thing. Like. They have a lot more taxes paying. Yeah. Like no, but in general, like bad things, like you know. That's that's why you got to control when think good things happen. Don't ride a high way too high. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. What is your favorite quote or what mantra do you live by? Wow. Um, this is very lame, but I love Drake. And like, I think you only live once is actually like one of the best things I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> like I, mean, I it's, it's true. It does. I, I, I'll be honest. It does calm me uh, sometimes when I see like, oh, like this guy just like, like he just like they just you just kind of die like yeah so it's like there's nothing to there's literally nothing to lose we have this quote in my house that just says life ain't no dress rehearsal no yeah exactly you don't we don't it could be it might be (laughs) that's the but no yeah it's not that's a very good point what do you love most about yourself (sighs) nothing no um, (laughs) i um I think I actually one thing I do like about myself. Love about I, yourself. I'm a very curious person, which I love. I'm very glad I'm. I was given a curious brain. Like I think it helps me, and it it that definitely actually is something I do like about myself. That's, That's what Lindsay said. Curiosity. Re- no way. That's very good. Look at look at that, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That's not a. Com- I don't. Would that be a common answer too? No. What do you? But I mean, I would say, I don't know if curiosity, but yeah, I mean that's something what, I'm curious you, about people. What do you, yeah, yeah. It makes sense with all of, like, the work, like, I mean, not the work that I'm doing, but, like, having a podcast or. No, for sure. What do you like about yourself most? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, being pretty self-aware and. You seem disciplined. Yeah. What do you mean? How so? I don't know. I just feel, I get the vibe that, like, I think you like that you're very, like. Uh, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> uh, yeah no i'm ve- so that's something i don't i'm too anal i think that's a bad quality i have yeah that's so, i'm extremely type a but i i think a. that some people do that do that well um i'm trying to be less type a yeah i think i'm curious like curious too and just 
like getting to know people because they're like being aware of others. And That's a good. It is a great quality. Yeah, I think curiosity is for you too. No, didn't kill the cat. I don't, I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> and my final question, which is the name of the podcast, is how do you find solace in the city? Ooh, wait. The definition of solace is like calmness. Yeah. I love New York City. I mean, I I think there I there, I have like twenty. I could list off twenty things. For me, it's it's wa- honestly it's walking in like uh, I find solace in the city from walking literally from a very busy spot within a minute to a calm spot. I think like the up like the the constant change yeah. in Manhattan is what I. I also love Central Park. I think I find like the most peace there out of any place ever. I'm like very. Sure. I like the woods. Yeah, I like walking. Just I love it. You can just walk anywhere and just have a different day, no matter where you go. Exactly. Yeah, that's the, I do. Yeah, I'm a big big Manhattan guy. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for letting wow, me interview was, you. It was nice. Oh, I love talking to people. Um, where can everyone follow you? Go to your shows. When's your next updating show? I really um, want to go to one of these. Yeah, you, you're going to have to come. <laughs> you're, you'll Whenever you want to come, come. Well, uh, uh, my uh, personal Instagram is Burmy16. Uh, the updating Instagram is updating show. Um, you can see when we have tickets, uh, you know, when we have dates available. Um, we basically have three three Fridays and one Thursday a month. Um, Where and, do you have them? Uh, we do a few venues. We do. So our in Manhattan, we do the Dream Hotel in Midtown. This oh, room cool. called the Fishbowl. Literally, it's the coolest venue. Okay, is that is that the one I should go to? Um, yeah. I mean, well, no, all all <laughs> of them, all of them are great. But that's like kind of like our show on steroids. Like, the, it's weird. The venue, like, well, even uh, if we have a set in a few years, I would I would have it designed oh, like cool. that. It's something about it. Um, we do Freehold in Brooklyn. Cool. Literally love Freehold. The coolest the people. Coolest I love. Yeah, I like the. I just like the venue, and I think the people there are like amazing. Um, we do this place called SNS uh, in uh, Meatpacking. Also, great spot. I like all the venues. Yeah. We no, I don't want to. Yeah, they're all awesome. We do, and then we do. We've done a couple spot. We a uh, couple spots in the East Village, uh, and yeah, I'm sure we'll do other. Like we're always doing it in different spots, and we'll soon. Uh, this summer, I think we'll we're doing a rooftop show. Um, in like May or June, which is cool. Oh, that'll be really cool. Yeah, it's gonna be actually very cool. So that I'm excited about. Uh, yeah, we have not started any plans yet for that, but it'll ha- it'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen. Manifestation. All right. Well, thanks again, and bye, everyone. So long. <laughs>